I should have kept it close to the chest. Best chest. Exactly. exactly. So are we waiting on Dylan or are we just going to go ahead? Dylan keeps Dylan. getting on the call and then off and then... Playing again, cat and mouse. Or just mouse. He's just playing mouse. Because he's being quiet as a... Is it tit mouse? Is that a phrase? Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't know why not, man. Neither do I. So let's go with that. Okay, I will. Awesome. So you want to introduce the movie? Sure. This week's film is a bio. <laughs> this week's film is a 2015 biographical picture about the Ukrainian Soviet sniper Ludmila Pavlichenko. Um, it was starred in by. Yulia Perisild and some other people made by people. And it's called Bitva za Sivastopol. Say that three times fast. Bitva za Sivastopol. Bitva za Sivastopol. Bitva za Sivastopol. Well, you weren't fast enough. Oh, sorry. Neslamna, Neslamna, Neslamna. That was the Ukrainian Wait. title. Oh, that's a lot faster. Yeah, it was just one, though. It wasn't all three. The Russian title translates to Battle for Sevastopol. The Ukrainian title translates to Indestructible. Hmm. This movie came out uh, shortly after, I want to say the year after, an American war movie called Unbroken. Is that right? I have no idea. Hello. Hi, Dylan. I'm an American. Welcome to Hey, Let's Talk About That Movie or Whatever, the only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. You are late to the podcast. I'm from the United States. Oh, I was on time, but then I, um, I mean, I can go through all the details of how obnoxious Skype is on Windows 10 because there's two versions of it now. You normally do. Yeah. Okay. I'll go into it. No, I don't care uh, for it. Oh, okay. Good. You normally right. do. This week's movie is 2015 biography of Ludmila Pavlichenko called Bitva za Sevastopol or Neslamna. In Russia and Ukraine, respectively, those were the titles. But the Russian title... Um, Sevastopol, from what I understand. Yeah, the Russian title translates to Battle for Sevastopol in American English. The superior English. So where was I? What was I saying, Logan? Oh yeah, this movie came out right after um, American Sniper and... Another uh, American war movie directed by a little lady named A. Lee, And it was a little movie called Unbreakable Daylight. Oh, no, wait. No, oh, Unbroken? Is that right? Is that the name of that oh, movie? No. I never saw that. Who cares? It also came out after a little event called Russia Taking Back Its Rightful Territory. Yes. The Crimea. Yes, it did. 
which is perhaps a lot more interesting than the other thing I said. Yeah, uh, this movie was actually, it was in production before the annexation of Crimea. But that's true. It ended up, uh, it had a simultaneous release in Russia and Ukraine. And uh, Sevastopol, of course, is the largest city in the Crimean Peninsula. It's the reason they had time to watch movies while they were being invaded by the Russians and a coup. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how much money this movie made? The Ukrainian title translates to indestructible, though. Hmm? Hmm. Yes, I do. Dylan, do you know how much? It made over 400 million rubles, which translates to about $8 million. And the but it only uh, cost 120 million rubles, which I don't know how much that is. Which that is only it varies, but is only slightly more than the budget of Beyond the Gates. Oh, huh. those Russians are I, they can work well, we'll do a lot more with a lot less. Yeah, they probably had a lot of explosives laying around, too. But yeah, I um I picked this movie because uh, I kind of detect a trend in the, the way that things are headed. And so I thought this would be a good opportunity to uh, help us better understand our neighbors and, dare I say, friends on the other side of the globe. All right, I got that one for if things pan out the way I think they're going. But just in case it goes the other way and, like, some American dogs somehow sever the strings to the puppets in Washington that are held by our new Red Masters... Um, let me get a second take of, of that. I picked this movie because I thought it was a good opportunity to uh, make fun of Russian culture and reduce the significance of their history. Because I'm glad they're not in charge of us anymore. And frankly, <laughs> I don't like them. All right, we should be I never covered. Liked them. When Matt said he liked them, I was always against them. Well, I thought we were covered until you... I don't know, I can do some creative editing. I can fix that. But now that we're covered either way, uh, Dylan, who did you root for in the Second World War? The Soviets or Nazi Germany? Well, we're all allied against the fascist invader um, Ukraine that cowardly tried to carve out its own independence from Russia. Um, so I'm glad that we did the Battle of Sevastopol to get Ukraine back into the Russian orbit. Way to not answer the question, Dylan. Logan, who did you want to win World War II? Russia or the Nazis? Um, uh, well, first of all, the Soviet Union is what you mean, I think. And yes, I wanted the Soviet Union to win. Okay, what was cool. your favorite um, Soviet uh, Republic, constituent Republic, would you say? It's a good uh, question. Was it Russia? Probably not. Was it Georgia? I feel like good Russia was too popular of an answer. Was it Siberia? Don't they like peaches in Georgia? Isn't that the thing? Georgia peaches? You never no. had a peach till you had a Caucasian peach. Am I right, guys? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Georgia makes the best peaches. That's where Dragon Con is too, right? In Atlanta? In Georgia? Oh, I think you mean... um. Uh, Baku. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, that's a that's a pretty big city in Georgia. They have a lot of oil there. Oh, cool. So, Matt, who did you want to win the Second World War? The uh, Moldovan Transnistria. That's your fave. Yeah, I think that uh, I was rooting for Germany just because they lost the first one, and I thought that would be a good twist to finally win something for once. Gosh darn it! But 
fates prevailed. It was she almost single handedly murdered every German. I think that's what happened. She killed a hundred thousand Germans. Is that what the movie said at the end? Uh, I think that's a hundred thousand rubles worth of Germans. I don't know how to convert that. Yeah, they're not worth quite. They're not worth a lot. Um, so go ahead, Matt. So what did you guys think of the movie? Logan. I liked it. I mean, it was kind of long, but I thought it was good. It's interesting. It, it was never really felt slow. Never felt boring. Even though type jumped a lot. Yeah, that's all I can really say. I think it's worth checking out if you think you'll like this sort of thing. That's cool. Dylan, what did you think of it? It was fine. It was like cliche and hackneyed and stuff, but uh, it was cool to see a war film from another country. Uh, and it felt kind of clean. A lot of the design did, but uh, I, I, it was it was it, like Logan said. It was never like that boring. It was it never the, the pace never dragged too much, um, and it was acted fine, uh, well by every person in this movie. I it was weird how I didn't realize Russians when they speak English sometimes like their mouths like don't line up with what they're saying. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that, that happened so much weird. that I had to check my TV to make sure that there wasn't a problem there. But yeah, I would say it's pretty great. Um, best part of the movie was Woody Guthrie. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty great. I yeah. I, I can't believe they well, got him. I think that was Arlo. They just, um, you know, de-aged him a little bit. And they, they the made his words Wait. not match his mouth anymore? His words were fine. I was really hoping that Woody would be one of those, you know, like other actors. His words didn't always over. match. That was okay. He had the best words. That was the uh, the British lady who was playing Eleanor Roosevelt. Um, she hers always lined up, but there was a lot of people speaking English, and I think some of them were supposed to be American. Um, who's it's, yeah. I couldn't tell which ones were American, and which ones are Russian, because sometimes they throw you a curveball and say they're actually Russian after they. Oh yeah, the one English. guy. Well, you're going in like guys. We're going in like all the spoilers and stuff right now. All right, Logan. Well, here's a spoiler: the Soviets win the war. Dylan, sorry. All right, but Matt. What do you think of the movie? First of all, before um, we start going on all this stuff, I liked it. It was kind of awkward and clumsy uh, in a lot of ways, <laughs> but yes. um, it's all right. Uh, I don't know. If you think you're interested in it, check I it out. Respected more for being so cheap and like looking okay. There's a lot of yeah, and there's some things that actually look really good. Um. There's some stuff that was really silly about it that kind of made me like it more. <laughs> but um, yeah, now let's talk about the movie. So I can point out the thing before I forget it, that there was there was one guy at a press conference who like stood up and said something to her. And I was like, oh, finally, a guy who actually sounds American. And then she said something like, oh, you have no right to question that. And he's like, speaks to her in Russian, like, I'm from Russia. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I'm so confused now. That was interesting, though, because I, I was kind of, I wasn't sure how this movie was going to go. Um, I expected it to be a lot more prop- propagandistic than it was. Like, it actually had some nuance, right? Like, the Soviets weren't... Oh, yeah. I There were some, yeah. I expected that, too. Especially, like, early on, there were kids talking about how movies are fake. The gun range is real. Like, movies are fairy yes. tales. And I was like, oh. And hmm. she, yeah, and she, she is a robot. This woman is a, a robot who only lets her guard down when she falls in love with one of her mentors. You need to be very careful. Thank God they don't have this like sniper, you know, pair off system anymore because you will fall in love after a couple of days. And if you're not her mentor, she will not fall in love with you unless you like fix her body a bunch of times. And then she'll sort of be all right with you. 
And she'll be okay with you, but she'll be okay with taking your pass and being nice to you while she leaves in a submarine to freedom. Yeah, she'll she'll take your spot on the. Uh, she kind of freaked salvation. out about that. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like she was actually, I don't know. Didn't seem like she was. She was freaking the fuck out. I feel like she was just freaking part. out, kind of in general. Like I don't, I don't know. She seemed at that point like she almost she wasn't super aware of what was going on anymore. She was having like a serious break. Where this a Lovecraftian tale, I think like she she kind of starts to lose her mind by the first act, and then it just stays at slightly lost the whole time. Oh, and to to give you a tip, Dylan, you said you couldn't tell which ones were supposed to be Russians and which ones just speaking English, or which ones are supposed to be Americans. I think the you could tell they were Americans if they were doing like white people voice. They were some there was some serious white people voice going on there. There was. I was born. In I Chicago. have a question here. I have a question. Why won't uh, you fight harder, Soviets, so we don't have to fight so hard? Because we are tired. Why do you keep talking about the second front? Did you ever notice how Russians wear their pants like this? Oh, (laughs) you can't see it, but Dylan's doing a weird thing with his pants. It's really offensive. Yeah, upgrade to uh, the Patreon to see uh, the video feed we do of every one of these shows. Yeah. Uh, What did you think of this framing device of its... It's sort of Eleanor Roosevelt's story. Yeah, it's weird that it's told through her lens. I guess she's a very respected international figure, and she was super friendly to those commies. So uh, it makes sense that she would, uh, you know, that she would be the American we see her through. Uh, I love the beginning of the movie when they're talking to Eleanor Roosevelt, and someone says, "I know it's been a long time, Eleanor, but try to remember." And then she says, "It's been eighty years, but I remember it like it was yesterday." What? And then it goes back to the Titanic. It's been a long on. time, Eleanor, uh, but try to remember. That's how the guy actually said it. There it is. And then well, he interrupts her, and then she asks that she goes on. She starts to say, it's been 85 years. And then she says, then she I remember it like it was yesterday. Talking about and then you see her on the Titanic, and then she makes fun of Pablo Picasso, how he's never going to amount to anything. And she fucks around. And she fucks around with the poor, with the poor American... Uh, adorable American boy, and then she survives that ship. But that's a story for another time. There was a yeah. There the, was... The, the framing device was weird and frenetic. You know, it, it didn't. It just took you out of the movie. I know it was there to to chop up some of the more intense bits, but it's just it. It's very strange in a film to see that. There was a. Well, uh, so go ahead. There was a lot. So a lot for time jumps between things and stuff. Being like, oh, it was six months or whatever. Did that, uh, break it up, how yeah. did you feel about that, Logan? Did that? I feel like uh, it for me. It kind of took me out of the movie sometimes. It, did you think that did. was effective? I think it worked for it. Like I wasn't bothered by it, at least at the start. I mean, overall, I mean, it was just like that was the framing device for the film. Whatever. I think it worked. But it was like the framing device and like sometimes the nougat in the middle of the movie, and then sometimes like the lettuce. And yeah. you kind of feel like well, it was unnecessary. See, like, PTSD, and then like see the events building up to it. Okay. Okay. Like, really, like, would really set her off. Yeah, that's true. Although you kind of don't see that until later, either. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the like you see like the wounds, and you see like her the shell shock, and you see her like mention the artillery, and then at the end, you actually see that scene and see how intense it is. So you get to see how it, like these things affected her, and then you get to see like the actual the actual event itself afterwards. So it kind of builds up to that event as the climax. I thought the level where you have to um, like hit right in the window of the tank, that was way too hard for me. I had to put the <laughs> difficulty down to easy. You had to hit it twice. Is that a real thing that happened? I don't I've know. I've never heard that before. It, maybe it is. Let's try it. 
All right. Do you know where we can find any old German tanks? Let me get on my horse and ride to the gun store. Okay. Anybody? No one's going to... Okay. I'm going to pick up my gun and go to the horse store and rob Uh them of their horses, and then I can give you one for free. I'll ride it all the way to Sevastopol. Holy shit. How are we talking about guns and horses, and I don't have all the sound effects queued up? That's what I was waiting on you. But, I'll put uh, them in later. Let me down. Yeah. Thank you. Post it up. So it's interesting, this movie, the war parts. <laughs> she's in America when the Soviets are winning, like by the time she's off duty. Um, but like the actual war parts of the movie are the darkest parts of the Eastern Front in World War II. Like that's when the Russians are getting the shit beat out of them. They are not winning anything. At best, they can delay. Yeah. Um, and it's still kind of it, it still kind of makes it seem like they're doing okay, but like they are, it is apocalyptically bad for them. Well, I mean, they do show that both of the places that she was stationed, they lost. They, they like, had to run away from, yeah, yeah, Odessa and Sevastopol. Yeah, it was like so. Those first opening like months were so bad for them. They uh, like hundreds of thousands of, of prisoners were captured, and it's even worse too because like the prisoners. Um, the Soviet prisoners that were held by Germany, you know, they survived like four years in the prison camps and uh, were expatriated back to the Soviet Union. They were put in jail again because they were they were exposed to four years of like German fascist uh, propaganda. They were out of the like Soviet propaganda machine, so they were not trusted at all. And they were seen as weak because they were captured and possibly complicit. So it's tough being a Soviet Union citizen. Speaking of those hardships, that reminds me of uh, there was a moment early on in this movie when uh, there's like an Eleanor Roosevelt voiceover and there's, I believe, like a Chinese soldier talking at the same time. And there were two different subtitles, one saying where they were and then one translating what people were saying. And that was really stressful for me. That was too many things going on. Just to draw a parallel to the suffering. We're just giving you some space, so like if you can get over it, we're trying to let let it breathe. Thank you. Uh, the I, I thought the like the war scenes. I don't know if you guys thought this, but they seemed a little. They were good, but they like the the actual setting seemed kind of clean. Like it was just a field. Uh, that that's kind of what it looks like around there. It's kind of just a bunch of open steps, like open open places. So at first that bothered me, and then I realized, oh wait, no, they're like in the Crimea. That's kind of what it was. It's a lot of open ground. And then it got more mountainous when they uh, retreated back like towards the Caucasus. That was good. That was a good touch. Yeah. Doesn't pre-war Soviet Union um, look beautiful? Like everyone's having a fun time. It's always golden hour. They're wearing like fun clothes. It's a great time. You can't you can't even like tell that there are famines going on right then. Those it's kids were stuff. running around and just picking. Do we want to go to the movies or the shooting range? Uh, I'd say the movies. It's better than shooting dumb guns. Do you like that Did she secretly wanted like to the, go to the, the movies? I want to shoot guns in the movies. Oh, boy. Uh, I meant so secretly like the, the other the gun range. What? Go ahead. Did you like the meat cute of hitting a lady in the face with a volleyball? No. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Yeah. And I didn't no. like it at all. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was yeah, when she was still. Yeah, and that scene, I, I think that was the same scene where she met the doctor, right? That yes. Whoever was trying to set her up with the like librarian's brother. He said something about the like that. She said that he would have to uh, come see her in a swimsuit and then know that he had to marry her or something like that. Yeah. And I thought that was weird. And like, because the swimsuits are gigantic and just cover everything. 
Uh, but then I saw her nipples just jumping out of that swimsuit. What was that what? swimsuit made out of? <laughs> swimsuit looks like it was made of like satin or something. Oh, weird. Watch that scene again. Check out that lady's giant nipples. They're pretty cool. What about the dudes? What were they wearing? Uh, I want to say tunics of some sort. Haha, uh, yeah. Tight tunics. Yeah. Go in the water, come out, see what you got. I'm, so I'm, I'm trying to be a pervert like here, talking about me. checking out this lady's nipples, but they were pretty shocking. They uh, And you were watching in your high-definition uh, uh, 4K set, so they were just poking right out the screen at you? I was watching in my VR headset. <laughs> you actually had to dodge these nipples? I held up my hands <laughs> and right. like waved them around in the air to make it zoom in and enhance. Oh, very good. Very good. Enhance. Uh, so I liked Eleanor Roosevelt's advice to young women. Uh, it was to smile more, damn it. That's good. Women yeah. should smile more. <laughs> How come women don't smile? Also, I like the line where the doctor says... Damn it, Lady Death! I'm a doctor, not a magician. That was I may cool. Paraphrase the first part. Yeah, it would have been cooler if he had said that part too. Um, hold on, I have some notes. So, when Roosevelt gets her a present, it's a very fun scene. Why does she have to close her eyes? She brings it out in a box that's wrapped. I don't know. Maybe the wrapping wasn't that nice. She felt yeah. self-conscious about it. How would you guys uh, handle this if uh, Melania Trump uh, tells you to close your eyes? Would you trust that? No. What, what present would you like to get from Melania Trump? Like a nice dress? Give me more details. Does she just show up at my house and ring the doorbell? No, you're at the White House. Okay, how did I get there? On my horse? Uh, you were invited. You killed a thousand fascists. Okay. <laughs> and so she's mad at me because her family is dead? or Exactly. You took down the power structure. Uh, and you're there, and she said, thank you for taking releasing this burden for me. I don't have to awkwardly not touch my husband's hand in photo ops. <laughs> what can I, what would you get? If, if there's anything I could, in my power to give you in this, in my, in my kingdom, she inherited, uh, what, what could I give you? Two horses. All right, it's done. Close your eyes, please. Okay. And you gotta wait. You gotta oh, wait and that was the, that was, up some horses. that was the test. I did close my eyes. Thanks for walking me through that, Dylan. No problem. Uh, I got some questions. Her dad is kind of cold, um, Mikhail. Yeah. There's something I wasn't uh, sure about. Uh, when she goes to the shooting range and the first time she shoots a gun, she fucking nails it. And that guy like reported her to, to the Soviets and they like came and took her out of school to go to uh, uh, marksmanship training. And when she was going away to that, her dad was like, are you sure there's not something you want to tell me? What was that? Did she not want to tell her dad about the marksmanship training or didn't want to tell him what? I don't understand. What was that? Anybody know? No. No. Got a few theses. theses. Uh, he, theses? She wanted to, he wanted her to go into history. Uh, follow the footsteps, and then he she felt bad that she wasn't that she'd rather shoot guns than study books, even though she went to study books after she stopped shooting guns. Uh, that Wait. could be it. It could also be the gender thing where it's like, oh, you're a woman and you should, you know, you're a precious daughter and you shouldn't go fight. Those are my two things. I thought he wanted her to fight. Yeah, he was all military, yeah. and I wasn't uh, the the her mother said something to him about like the, the you were always trying to make her into a boy and you know, why or whatever, and he said. 
because war is hardest on women and a war is will be new war will start soon. Is he just saying he didn't want her to be a woman? As a men's rights activist, I scoffed at that statement. Women are not fighting the wars. Men are. We're out there dying. We created the civilization. Yeah, women aren't allowed to fight in wars. Exactly. They'd fuck it up. They would only kill a couple hundred fascists when they could kill a thousand if the men could, if the women weren't there. Yeah, during a certain right. certain times of the month. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Uh, I don't know what that means. I just Logan, I hear people he's right, right? Uh, no. say it's a time of the month. Does that have something to do with women? I don't know. Which time? Like the first week? Oh, my God. I kill so many fascists. Like week. rents do? I don't know. Why do you like turn werewolves or something? Maybe. Is that it? That, that like time of the month? I don't know. I feel Just better talking kill, about uh, this, though. Yeah. No one knows. It's unclear. So hey, I got another question. Movie. What? Yes. Um. Okay. So Russian high school students get gold medals if they do good? That would have made me want to do better of, in high school. It's part of the Soviet propaganda state. Because it's like the same kind of awards, you know, since there's not money to incentivize them, they have to incentivize them in other ways. Still, that would have worked. Or money. Money more so, but I don't count on anybody paying me for high school. You didn't get gold stars on your papers? I looked it up. You can, like, buy uh, those high school gold medals on the internet. Thought about getting one. What do you get when you graduate from high school? Like, just this giant trophy? I I would have loved a trophy. I think you only get the medal if you do really good, like, right at the end of high school. Yeah, I would. I would so like. I would. I would try so much harder for medals. Although I think I did get money for uh, getting good grades. Because I'm a dirty capitalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So this here. movie, uh, like we were saying before, it's more nuanced than like just being like uh, Russian propaganda. I suppose. Like it. It. It has. It. It that does. One guy that we were talking about who turns out to be a Russian who's like, ah, you. The Russians did all this stupid shit. You know, the Soviets did kind of thing. As you go along, actually, it shows more and more of the horrors of war and of her, like, falling apart. Which is tricky, because I know Rush, uh, Putin, like, kind of rehabilitated Stalin a bit in the last, like, decade. So it's, uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm, inter- I'm surprised in a good way. Wait, what? Well, like, Putin, Putin kind of, like, rehabilitated Stalin as a positive historical figure. Oh. It's yeah, like, he, it's wait, what? He made him go to rehab because uh, he was drinking too much? right yeah, or not was, enough it, which one was, was it been, it's, exactly uh i think in russia it's not enough right because they drink a lot i guess hey speaking of offensive questions um what about that uh jewish joke uh, uh what about it, Matt? They, well they said she was meeting the doctor's family and uh, i think it was the dad was like oh there's a, a joke that there was a, a dying Jewish man, and he smelled uh, his wife cooking stuffed fish in the next room, and said, "Hey, bring me a bite of that." And then the wife said, uh, "I cooked that for later." And then they ask her, "Do you get it? Do you get it?" I didn't get it. What was the point of it? I mean, the fish was to celebrate his death. Dylan, is that what you got as well on your work? I instantly forgot about that joke because then the war started and I put my helmet on. Oh, I'm not totally sure I got it. But I did think it was funny that somebody was being mean to a guy while he was dying. <laughs> um, so what did he mean when he says he's an Odessa Jew? He's going to do fine. Uh, I don't know. Guess not he quite means sure what that meant. If you can make it in Odessa as a Jew, you can make it anywhere. 
You can make it in Sevastopol in wartime. Uh, oh, I, to figured, be young in I figured it meant like he was going to be next to be evacuated. Women, children, and Jews on the lifeboats. Well, I mean, like, there was a reason that they would be evacuated in World War II. Why are you laughing about that, Logan? Gosh. Oh, that's because you said you wanted the Nazis to win. One of you, actually, both of you said that. I did not say that yeah. at all. Not say? Hmm. Not say. You guys should be forming alliances with a different country. If you like Nazis, America. Oh, America with three Ks. That's where all the Nazis are now, I guess. Hey, did you guys notice? Logan, why do you keep? Go ahead. <laughs> I was just asking what Logan, why he keeps making OK symbols and drinking whole milk. What are you talking about? I didn't know about that OK Where? symbol thing until very recently. Well, it's all, what are you it's talking all about? Well, no, Matt, the joke is you, they're not Nazis, but if they make people think they're Nazis, then they got them because they made them think they're Nazis for doing things that they said uh, mean you're Nazi. That's because the joke, Matt. Because everyone is doing that, so then everyone mm-hmm. is Nazis? Okay. The joke is to do things, to pretend to be a Nazi, and then when people report on it, say, ah, we got you, we're not really Nazis. Do That's you get it? Do you get it? Logan, um, do you get it? Don't. There was a little bit, a <laughs> little bit of a, an anachronism in one of the scenes uh, in Chicago in 1942. Did you guys spot it in the street? Everyone had cell phones. That was one they thing. Cell phones. They still didn't trick us. They had all the classic cars, right, and the big sign that said Chicago. All of that was spot on. Did oh, no- everyone uh, in that team was a Russian. I could tell. Did that nobody else notice this for real, though? Once I saw Woody Guthrie, I almost spit my drink out. So I, that's all I can know. <laughs> this is like half an hour in. There's a billboard for True Grit. Oh, yeah. That was, the I the saw Quentin that. Tarantino movie? Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, sure. Wait, what? That wasn't was the Cobros. Really Quentin Tarantino? I don't think it was. It was the Cobros. Co- yeah. Cobos? Cobo Cobros. Cohen Brothers. That. <laughs> I just went back and just paused it and stared at that for a while and laughed. That was Wait. insane. I don't understand. I'm not kidding. There was a True Grit billboard in 1942 oh, yeah, Chicago. Was in the hotel. Are we doing a bit? America. I wait, wait, wait. That was a real thing. Wait, no, but that's an old movie that was remade. Yes, that book wasn't written until like the '60s. Oh, okay. I was also because sure, John John Wayne was in it, wasn't he? He's he's an old man. Yeah, but also when I paused it, it says Jeff Bridges, Matt Damon on the top. Oh, really? Yes. That's one of the oh, weird old fashioned <laughs> Easter eggs. It's the uh, funny. True Grit Retribution billboard. I wish they would have like done more intentionally anachronistic uh, things. Like just I mean, one she, guy uses a like, cell phone. She's not only like a famous Soviet sniper; she's also a time traveler. She's also a Ukraine uh, a Ukrainian independence uh, fighter. And that they want to get Crimea away from Ukraine because Crimea is Russian. It's always been Russian. Also, when you see her at the end and she's old, she looks the same except she has gray hair. So she could have just had yeah. her hair dyed in that scene. I hope I look that good when I'm that age and die at 58, which is when she died. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, can I ask a kind of dumb question? Dumber than usual. Yes, please. Yeah, sure. Just all the dumb questions. Good. She has a a little blonde kid, little blonde boy. Is that uh, that, uh, Leonid's child? I don't don't know how. I don't know how either. How old do you think he... He didn't look that old. 
It's not the doctor's kid, right? Because I think he would be bald if he was the doctor's kid. That's how we would know. Yes. <laughs> so and he would know. have glasses on and look. be a doctor. Yeah. Um. So when we see her bang that one guy, was that her first time? Who knows, man? I don't know. There's kind of like a first time vibe going on. To me, it seemed anyways. I think it was his first time, too. Like, no one seemed to know what anyone was doing. They were just kind of rubbing their bodies together. It's war. They were both virgins on the battlefield. Well, that sounds kind of sweet. So she's got a thing for older dudes. Yeah, mentors. Yeah. Which is a huge abuse of your your position of authority, by the way. Mentors out there thinking about it. Don't do it. Well, that one guy resisted her, you know, in a way that made him so much hotter. It's true. Oh, my God. Just the, he played hard to get. He so. was like, no, I can't be with you. Because what if you died? And it's like, and then, oh. No, and then she was like, oh, because your, your wife, right? You still love her? No, I'm ready to be with you, but war. Am I right? Yeah, he's like, I made a promise. And she was like, to who? Your wife? And he was like, to myself. And then he walks away <laughs> and she's like, oh, it is on. Oof. The doctor was pretty good natured about it. I, I kept waiting for him to do like an evil thing, or at least a very selfish thing. He kind of didn't really, right? Like get mad at her. Yeah, yeah no, he was always completely selfless and uh, giving, and gave probably his life for her. What a cuck! Yeah, I uh, saw. <laughs> I was trying to find out about her husband. I saw multiple places on the internet where it said that her husband died at Sevastopol, but it didn't say anything about who he was. I could not find a name or anything. I assume all this romance stuff was kind of like, kind of. Yeah, find me up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I read uh, somewhere somebody said that she was married and had a child like before the war happened, which I I assume that they changed that so that you can have the romance without it being like reflecting negatively on her character. Speaking of things reflecting negatively on her character, she uh, uh, she gets real upset that one of her bows is dead, and she decides to torture um, a young man who was conscripted into the army by shooting his limbs instead of murdering him. Yes, she did. And then her that new bow told her to cut it out, and she was stop like, "Stop playing around." And she was like, "Hey, stop mentoring me, man. Oh, 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 hey, let's go do some some sex." He was right before that. I think I got him hot and bothered seeing a woman uh, play with a man like that. I know it worked Am on I me. This movie right? I yeah. don't know. It's getting dark, so I can't read my notes anymore. So just uh, tell me what happened. Well, the Soviets didn't win the war, um, but Eleanor Roosevelt plays the Galadriel. Dylan, quit spoiling that. You've spoiled that multiple times now. Okay, here's my notes. You know what? <laughs> what? Uh, maybe no one won the war because of the massive scale of the human tragedy involved. Yeah. Yeah, no one wins wars. Yeah, they're only losers. Exactly. Except for future wars where you don't have to lose anybody and you just fight robots together when somebody wins. Hey, so I liked, uh, I kind of liked when um, that guy, the, the pilot, I guess, maybe, or somebody, was getting real handsy with her in the tent. And uh, her, I think it was her first mentor. I like that uh, she was, like, trying to get that guy off of her, and he, like, went to rescue her. And then she had already, like, thrown the guy down and was like, you know, I appreciate it, but I, I don't need to be rescued so much. I'm not a damsel. There, Actually, I wrote it down. There's no need to rescue me so often. <laughs> I would disagree for my case. I love being rescued. I'm into it. By anyone. Especially if yeah, the yeah. person's on a horse. It just makes it seem more heroic. 
Okay, I'll fit in. <laughs> so there is a drunk history based on this movie. Uh, I guess we should probably watch it, huh? Based on this movie up. or the lady in the movie? Yeah, the production of the movie and the controversial uh, political uh, you know, underpinnings. Oh, really? That's interesting. What is it like to live in a country and then like one day you're in the country and the next day, oh, we're not in this country anymore. What? You'll find out soon enough, Dylan. All right. Now take another take of that if that doesn't happen. You'll never have to find out that, Dylan. Yay. <laughs> so the see. war ends. She I wins. Got, I got a note here. She has a kid with the Eleanor oh, Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt made a comment to her about like people don't see the woman in you. And sometimes people don't see the woman in me. How could you not see the woman in Eleanor Roosevelt? I mean she Hubba. Hubba. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, so I'm glad you said it for me, Dylan. She's very unpopular. I thank you for that. Oh, she's unpopular compared to FDR. Um, so you believe that uh, she had all those relationships with those ladies? Every lady? With all those ladies that she, uh, some people uh, uh, test that happened? You think FDR had all those relationships with those ladies? I think they both had relationships with it, and I think they were I- both cool with it. I would go to the Georgia Springs thing that he used to uh, go to to fuck other women, but uh, too disgusting. Yeah, it's probably gross there now after what he did. Nasty. Tainted. Can't go to Hyde Park either. Hey, you remember that scene where that guy burned, uh, made all the girls burn their girly shit because her pants fell down and you saw her underpants and got mad? Was it mad that he got? I don't know what it was exactly, but he didn't like it. He just said, ladies, take off your underpants. Yeah, We're men, burn damn it. Them. We let it hang free. Burn all your dollies and your pretty shoes. I like that she got a fancy gun. I play video games, so I know that the SBT-40 is a very good semi-automatic uh, sniper rifle. It's a huge upgrade from her bold action gun. I like the guy telling her about customizing when you get a new gun. And she got 40 kills, so I think that she got the helicopter bonus in a round. She definitely must have gotten a platinum achievement. I do. I also like during one of the mini montages where they're uh, sniping uh, when they're looking at some German artillerist, and there's one officer, and he literally the, gets a monocle out to the, uh, to better see through that, his sight. During the Woody Guthrie montage, where they played that song. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, and there's and that hit- moment when you just see her like killing tons of people and being like shittier to them. Uh, there's like a midnight clear moment. Where they come upon the uh, German soldiers celebrating Christmas. It's a real joy you know well. Yeah. (laughs) Did you guys see Midnight Clear? Uh, It was a good movie. I don't know what that is. Was Was it joy you know well? It was, uh, there's like uh, Germans and Americans and uh, they find the Germans like celebrating and they're like trying to get the Americans to come over and they... uh, they just uh, talk to them and lay out like sort of an understanding that they're like, hey, we don't want to fight right now and the war is going to be over soon. So let's just all of us in this area not fight each other for a while and then we can go home. Oh, that's a World War II thing, too. I know like that very famously it was yeah. World War One thing, right? Oh, yeah, British, it was World War One thing. The Germans. Yeah, Did it actually, happen in the Second War II, though? Is that what you're talking about? No, I was talking about Midnight Clear. Oh, the, oh it's present day. Yes. They decide not to fight. Okay, they go to it. Germany. It's it's, uh, it's like a hostile situation. Some rich sure. Americans go to kill some. What was that? Is somebody... I think we said gun and horse too many times. I think someone just tapped in. In hostile situation? Yeah, in a hostile situation. That was the trigger. 
I, I know in World War One there was one of those, like when the war first started, and it's Christmas, and they're singing their songs, and they played soccer, and everyone has a fun time, and then they all get shipped off to like other parts of the front, and they get severely punished for doing that, both sides. I do get really sad, though, when you look at people, when you're like me on Wikipedia, looking at people from the time period and seeing them dying like a week or two before the war ended in like 1945 in March or April. Like, ah, what's the point? Let's see. And uh, you see her like fucking killing these celebrating Germans and shit. And then it cuts to like her watching that little girl talking about killing, killing the enemy. Killing fast. Well, first, well, first, she's while she's killing. It looks like she's. They're both smiling, like they're having their own little celebration. They seem to be enjoying that very much. Yeah, snipers. they did. And then she looked. I couldn't tell. She looked really conflicted and upset watching that little girl. But then she applauded and seemed like she was into it. All right. Well, we've done this. So are we gonna talk about uh, Game of Thrones? No? Wait, I got to talk about one more thing that right. happened in the movie after the little oh, sure. girl. Then that dude starts breakdancing. That was my favorite scene. What was yours, guys? Dude, what? I don't remember that at all. This dude was breakdancing. Just take my word for it. I watched the movie again. Either way, it happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, um, does either of you know why there were squares around some of the names in the credits? No. They died during production. Hmm. I don't Do know if know? that's true or not, but it's interesting. No, I, I don't know. I thought I'd ask okay. you guys instead of Googling it. Also, I looked into Eleanor Roosevelt, the actress who played her. That actress' name is Joan Blackham, and I think she's a fake British person because the internet says she's from Wolverhampton, Staffordshire. That's got to be made up, right? <laughs> she's Russian. Yeah, something made up. Yeah. She's the most Russian one. So right. let's talk about this. Uh, when you see this movie in Russia or the Ukraine, are the American characters speaking English? I'm yeah, trying to see the dubbing because they seem like they were saying what, the same words, just not at all at the same time. That's so what I just, was trying to figure out, too, because yeah. they definitely did. Their mouths were moving with those words, just not at the same time. I feel like so they maybe were just they so just horrible at English. They, they they give it another shot. and That's the best they could do. I guess so. They must have been really bad because what they what we <laughs> ended up with after the dub was pretty bad. Like, maybe they didn't speak English at all, and it was just completely phonetic? They only had 120,000, 120 million rubles, okay? Yeah, 120 million rubles of, um, is nothing to sneeze uh, at. Yeah, so fair enough. I mean, you can make, like, maybe almost uh, Beyond the Gates with that kind of money. Not quite, uh, it depending reminds, on what It reminds year. me of early 90s, mid-90s video games where they just added, started doing voice acting, and the, like, Japanese companies are just getting any people in Japan who can speak English to come and say things, and, like, the lines are amazing. It's like that. <laughs> There was one line, uh, it was when that guy was, like, trying to turn the crowd against her, and he was, like, up, sort of, like, yelling about, um, uh, that your English is suspiciously good for regular soldier, who are you? (laughs) And then he turns around, and he's, like, addressing the crowd, but it's, like, almost a whisper, he's like, I need to know the truth. (laughs) There were so many lines that weren't said. By the characters' faces on screen of like weird asides. Like, yeah, uh, there were I wish a I lot of those. Uh, the uh, the movie was it good? Was it nine out of ten? What do you say? Yeah, it was all right. What, yeah, it was fine. Would you would you would you rather watch this or Enemy at the Gates? Actually, uh, I haven't seen Enemy in the Gates and since it came out, but I liked Enemy at the Gates. I think I like sniper movies. Are there any? Uh, Logan oh, died weird. again. 
Someone just took Matt out. <laughs> I didn't even think that was the genre. Snipies? Yeah. We call them snipies yeah. in the biz. I don't remember anything else about Enemy of the Gates except for just them fucking going around in the town in the ruins, just fucking sitting around all day waiting to see somebody to shoot. And I thought that was super interesting. So it was the, the man in black. The part about Enemy of the Gates was it the enemies or the gates? It was when the enemies went through the gates and then became friends because it turned out we all had a lot more in common than we thought. You liked them when they went oh, beyond nice. the gates? I liked it when they went to uh, the video store in this movie and then they rented a bunch of VHS. They just boxed up a bunch of VHSs and we don't know what happened to them. And when they went to the VHS store, the guy at the VHS counter was like, do you like board games? Yep. It was it was, it was, was a North Korean soldier. And then, oh, then the <laughs> Korean War started. That was the tie into that. That's how that happened. Guys, do you want to play a really simple board game, but over the course of like a week while it kills us? Some, you know, oh, yeah. And then oh, I'm kind of drowsy had for all this no, murder. The last part that totally won me over. All right, great. My like, favorite I don't part. Get the, I'm tired. I work, so I don't want to like, you know, oh, it's 2 a.m. We better go to sleep. I'm going to try this again tomorrow sometime after some beers. My favorite part of Enemy at the Gates was the only part I remember, which was the two guys when they would like jump over a gap in the building where they're exposed because a really good sniper can shoot the second guy that jumps over the gap. Do you remember who the German sniper uh, was? Yes. Played by? Yes, I do. Ron Pearl. Who was he? Hold on, let me scroll on my phone. It was the man (laughs) in black. He was a robot. Wait, is it true? No, That's it's not true. Otto von something or other. True. I'm sure it was Otto von Bismarck, uh, von Kohl, von whatever. If you're a German patrician, you have to have von in the name. Major Erwin K- K- Koenig? Major er- Erwin Koenig, played by... An apocryphal Wehrmacht sniper, allegedly killed by the Soviet sniper Vasily Zaitsev. Vasily. Sounds good. Vasily. So do you guys know what like the sniper record is? It's probably this lady. No, she has she has the highest female record. Who? How high is she on the, uh, both the genders? All genders. I think she's in the top ten. I would hope so. No, who has it? Will I know him? Is it George Washington? <laughs> he sniped people with a hatchet. Yeah, he had they had guns back Still? then. Yeah, he sniped. He killed a hundred British people from thirty yards because that's as far as their guns could go. All right, Simo Heha. Simo Heha. Something. He's a Russian. She. What country are they from? Is he one of? A, is he a local boy? Hold on. I gotta know. Finnish. A sniper. Finnish. Known. Oh. A Finnish sniper known as the White Death. Holds the record yeah. of highest so, number of so confirmed kills: five hundred and forty-two. Wow. Did he survive the war? Um. Let's see. It says that he accomplished those kills in fewer than one hundred days. Good God. And he was fighting, I assume, for the Germans against the Soviets? Wow, he died in 2002. Good God. We could have talked to him. That reminds me, I just uh, I found out that Stalin had a daughter several, this is a couple years ago, and she lives in New York. And then, like a couple months after I found that out, she died. I could have, I could have talked to her. What was it like to work with Stalin? <laughs> See, a good dad. You could have interviewed her for the podcast. Dad, I heard Stalin was a real jokester on the set. Wouldn't surprise me. Well, this movie was... I'm going to give it a pretty good out of amazing. Cool. What have you been watching Logan, you're right, and that, and that I wasn't, like, detract... Nothing really detracted. Everything made this be- movie better. Like, the bad acting made it better. 
the cheesiness made it better, and the effects were just fine. The giant distracting nipples were great. Yeah, I guess I, have, like, <laughs> I guess I I watched the censored version because I did not notice any nips. I didn't I notice know. it until like after the guy made the comment about the swimsuit, and then I started paying more attention to the swimsuit. Yeah, let me check out that swimsuit. So, Logan, what uh, do you watch? I mean, the only thing I've been what watching do you watch, is Logan? called Log Horizon, which is in the genre of people get trapped in an MMO anime. That, I can't believe that's, that's an actual genre. It totally is, though. Oh, it? no, it's like it's a genre. There's a bunch yeah. of them. Uh, like hack sign, a sword art online. Did you ever play the dot hack video game? Yeah. No, I didn't play any of the dot hack video games. I only saw like the original anime too. I didn't see any of the spinoffs or anything like that. The game the came with a DVD with an anime on it. I oh, like cool. I like the video game because it's like a simulated uh, MMORPG. So like you'll be sort of uncovering this thing, and then like one of your uh, one of the people in your party will like scream or something, like type, and they'll be like, ah, I burned the roast. I have to go. Yeah, it, it, and it was way before it's ahead of its time, too. They came out in like, what, 2005 or something. It's very old. It's a long it's time cool. ago. And then there were three more of them that I didn't care about. Well, I think it, like they came out before, like, I think they came out before, like, 2000s or something, or maybe like 2001 or something, because I'm pretty sure I was watching those in high school. Did you get held back a lot? No. But like I'm pretty sure like predated World of Warcraft before MMOs became really mainstream. I I like that uh, '90s uh, uh, MMO anime that was all about like, oh, I gotta use the phone, I gotta go, and you know, people were on their giant desktop computers. That was fun. I forget what that was called. Yeah, that's pretty much what people game was: giant desktop computers. Regardless, I like before MMORPGs when people just talked in chat rooms and like. Pretended things were happening and said what they were. Okay, like, apparently yeah. Hexine, like the first episode of Hexine, came out on like February first, two thousand three. So everyone stole the idea from everyone else. Yeah, that's how the world works. But Log Horizon's pretty neat because it's the genre of like people getting trapped, but like it also goes over them kind of trying to make like set up a government and having to. Pl- like diplomatic relations with like NPCs in the game. Oh, I hate those nerds who like role play and they just make it all serious. I just want to have a time with my friends. Well, the the weird thing is like once the game, once they all get trapped in there and they start realizing like all the NPCs actually start acting like real people, like actual humans, and they pretty much have to like set up a government in one of the the cities that they like everyone usually hangs out in. So they like set up a system of government and they have to go like make on make a like deals with the other government like run by npcs <laughs> what happens when like, it's time for dinner and your mom calls for you to come down the stairs or into the dinner room i mean there isn't that anymore like that's they're all trapped in the game all their everything's in the game now dylan that was oh. their old lives they don't have those lives anymore yeah, oh that dylan. sounds amazing Crap. i would love to live in a video game i have to there's like lag and i have to like sit down and like rest for 60 minutes before I can like do a thing. Exactly. Whenever I talk to what you on you... Skype, your voice is all laggy, so it sounds like that. What yeah, about like to... what if you're like a gold farmer and then you get trapped <laughs> in the game? Like what are, how does that work? I mean, you just farm gold, I guess. Like you're like, "Oh yeah, I've done this so yeah. much. Like I know what I'm doing." I assume it's you're around, better than being a prisoner and then like, "No, I'm stuck as my own." Like I'm so much weaker than I could have been. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a total. I need a buff. 
I was trying to twink myself. Am I using that term correctly? Yeah, uh, I assume yeah, so. Sure. I was a bear, but I'm looking for a twink. Also, I'm very interested right. to know that you were trying to twink yourself. It's also uh, kind of interesting that they also go over like mechanics of MMOs and stuff and explain it, and like they go over the things like of the game they're trapped in, like they go over like how like, raids and dungeons are work and stuff like that. I mean, if you're a gamer, it's kind of interesting, especially if you played any MMOs before. What makes this compare better compared to interesting compared to the other shows with this exact same premise? Well, I mean, it's just the best one I've seen. It's just more interesting and written better. Sort of on the line, like starts off pretty good and then it just falls apart. Would you rather uh, play an MMO or, or watch an anime about an MMO? I mean, why not both? Fair enough. Logan, do you dual blocks? No, I don't multi box. I'd have to get another computer for that. Or uh, like run multiple instances. If you no, farmed I... enough gold on your first box, that'll pay for its second box in minutes, months, minutes, <laughs> months. That's not even fun, though. It's true. I learned that about MMOs as well. After a while, they're not <laughs> even fun. I mean, no, like multi box is not even fun. I, you're right. Any picture I've seen of someone doing that has has they looked very miserable. Actually, so you are right. <laughs> What else you watch, Logs? Besides that, uh, that's I think that's all I've watched recently because I've been watching. I mostly watched that series. Matt, you watch the Patriot, I guess. It's okay. Great. That's all you watch now. Yeah, I had to uh, counteract the Russian propaganda with some American propaganda. Yeah. Well, I watched a the American little propaganda about wanting to kill yourself on television called Game of Thrones. Hey, I seen that. Let's talk about everything that happened in that episode. Okay. The first t- thing that happens is uh, Jon Snow's uh, grandmother gets run over by a reindeer. Dabney Taggart shows up to uh, to uh, Gulch to Galt's Gulch. And she finds a handsome, strapping young industrialist who started a new society for uh, creators. This is your fanfic, uh, people. Oh. I recognize oh. it. Oh. oh, my mistake. All right. Well, uh, what, else do, what, else, what else do I watch? I told you. Uh, I you it. asked me if you could read it on the podcast, and I said no. Don't try to sneak it in. This is the first time uh, that I'm watching game of thrones live and it's it's both great because i get to be part of the conversation but it's also annoying <laughs> because i have to wait yeah but you uh don't get stuff spoiled for you the morning after you're right that's good it was i did constantly before even playing like multiplayer games like at the time people would spoil things speaking of game Just of thrones dicks. live <laughs> have you watched game of thrones live oh talking thrones no, it's the show where they they put on the performance live and like they take requests for music videos and stuff. Uh, yes, I have, and I really want to do this part with a and that was as much as the video as we're gonna show. And now back to us talking. Sorry, MTV controls uh, the music companies control what video is when, so uh, your vote means nothing. Only nineties will get that. <laughs> Matt, what you, what yeah, the kids born after the '90s are exposed to it, but don't understand. Matt, what do you watch? I watch. Um, um <laughs> I watched a TV miniseries called "The Dawns Are Quiet Here." No, the dawns here are quiet, because after I picked uh, "Battle of Sevastopol," um, for some reason Amazon was like, "Oh, you want to watch that? Watch this too." And it was a miniseries of uh, Russian ladies at war. 
And if you're not familiar with the novella or the movie that was made a long time ago of it, um, it's like a commander of this little outpost in the middle of nowhere. And uh, at the beginning of the show, all of the guys like are called away and he wants to go with them and go fight. But uh, they're like, no, just fucking stay here and wait for your next people to show up, your soldiers. And he's like, well, bring me, give me some teetotalers this time and someone who will be more respectful to the women. And uh, the next group of the soldiers he gets, they're all women. And then it's, you think like, oh, is this whole thing just going to be him? Like, oh, I'm just going to deal with these ladies. Because that's how I was. I thought that's what it was going to be. Because I'm not familiar with the novella or the old movie. But um, there's some uh, Nazi dudes parachute in, some saboteurs. And uh, one of the ladies sees two of them. She runs back and reports it. They So the guy takes out a little party of like five of the ladies to go track them down and get them. Uh, and then once they're out even more in the middle of fucking nowhere, they realize there was more than two of them. And so then it's just the whole rest of the thing is just this handful of mostly inexperienced soldiers trying to figure out how to outmaneuver this like team of Nazi special ops dudes with, like, no reinforcements and just not prepared for it at all. And that's so pretty interesting Norwegian Ninja? No. Um, okay. But I thought it was pretty good. I thought that was uh, pretty intriguing. Um, there are uh, multiple gratuitous nude scenes. I wouldn't even say that they were gratuitous, except for the way that they were produced. You know, like... Uh, you can have a scene of ladies bathing or steaming or whatever together and they're all naked and everything and it just seems normal. But these were produced in a way that it seemed very clear that the point of this scene was to showcase these nude women's bodies, which uh -huh. uh, <laughs> perhaps took me a little bit out. I was a little bit less immersed in the story <laughs> when this happened. couldn't stop looking at that bathing suit. Them cans. Ah, wonder what's under those nipples. What you got inside of you? Some fat <laughs> bags? Some milks? Uh, yeah. And then uh, what's under that? Some ribs? So, yeah. Oh, I bet you got 13 of those. Well, that's a little right. poor taste, Dylan, because some of them you do see what's inside of them later. It's sad. Sorry. Um, I watched Has Passengers. It, Speaking of that, men... Man? What? Oh, and one, one second, Matt. Has anyone yes. seen a Man of the High Castle? No. Not yet. Not yet, because it's one of my favorite books. It's a great fucking book, by the way. Read it. Has anyone read okay. any uh, Phil K. Dick? You guys are huge nerds, probably, right? I was actually thinking of picking a movie that was based on a Philip K. Dick thing recently. Oh, I hope it's the one that's a cartoon. Don't spoil No, it's right. not that one. So you, so you <laughs> said you watched really good, uh, Blade Runner? No. Um, no. What did you say? Oh, speaking of men taking advantage of women, I watched Passengers. Spoilers. Anybody seen that? That's not a fucking yeah. spoiler. That's like the whole premise of the movie. I heard that too, like before I saw it, that it was a spoiler. And then I was like, yeah, well, I got it spoiled for me. I'll watch it though. It's not a fucking spoiler. Wait, it's known from the beginning that he he takes her out of the thing. I thought the twist was her thing didn't break. It's like he like 
no. maliciously just took her out because he thought she was flying. It's not. He wakes up by himself, and, and then he spends forward. a long time trying to decide whether or not to fucking wake her up because he becomes obsessed with her. Oh, that's totally cool. That's fine, then. Yeah, that sounds super creepy. Yeah, it is pretty creepy, but oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's, okay. I, I, it's, I, it's great, though, because it's Chris Pratt doing it, so like, yeah, that's fine. Chris Pratt, you can wake me up out of my cryo slumber. I love the movie started out stronger than it ended, and it just sort of slowly went downhill towards the end. And not that the ending why? was necessarily bad, but it just wasn't done very well, I didn't think. It was did it turn to action slock? Why, why did it get bad? What made it no, it was down? just kind of... It just kind of ended, and it was kind of unsatisfying. Why didn't you get as much Baby Driver? Because uh, it hasn't... It's not showing in my town. And you're... T- you're- your t- your town with like three theaters, Matt. Yeah. I oh, know. I want to see that Dunkirk. How about I that? Like I, haven't, I haven't seen it just because like I haven't left the house really. Yeah. <laughs> well, I you, got, you got MMO games to play, MMO animes to watch. You got it all on your plate. Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, it also costs like money. It's like ten dollars at least to go to the theater. Yeah, and oh, if you want to buy a soda pop, it's thirty dollars. Yeah, just for the soda. Hmm. You want to get a Coca-Cola freestyle? It's 50 rubles. That's only like 10 cents. And people kind of ruin, like, I was talking about my sis- with my sister about this earlier, like how people can kind of ruin theater movies. Logan, here's how I'm going to fix this for you. It's it's a life hack, I think. Don't have a job and then go to the movies during times where people aren't watching movies and almost no one will be in the theater. It's a life hack from Dylan. Don't have a job. That's step <laughs> one. It's amazing how much your life will work out. There's a big announcement a bit for the podcast now. Uh, we're introducing merch. We have Don't Gava Job bumper stickers. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a lot of people said it was crazy when I quit my job to do this podcast full time, but our Patreon is now bringing in 10K a month. All I, to me because you guys have jobs, so you don't need the cash. I believe those people were mostly me and Logan telling you that it was crazy. Oh. But yeah, well, that's what I mean when I say people. There's not a lot of people in my life right now. Um, I mean, yeah, because you keep really stopping things to movies. do this podcast. We told you that. <laughs> well, I, well, it's just, okay, listeners, go to our uh, Patreon page. Well, make us a Patreon page, <laughs> because I don't know how to do that. Uh, and I don't want my credit card out and there on the internet. Just wait uh, until then... you see the the bonus rewards that you get for creating the page for us. <laughs> Here, I'll take apart my Amiibos and send a piece out to all of you amiibo i need a nintendo switch can someone can we get this going so speaking of what i've been watching i watched a little tv show called game of thrones <gasps> oh my god that's on very soon we have to cut this yeah, out yeah i know cut we this need short. to finish oh it's on now actually um i it comes on at 10 it's no, on now i think it's nine yeah, yeah it's on now oh i'm gonna go ahead and wrap gonna, this up i can't go on the internet then for the next 20 minutes yeah forever i have to don't. watch this all right so <laughs> I also have been playing a uh, Game of Thrones Telltale series. Uh, oh. It's pretty fun. I enjoy it. It only creates the illusion of choice, obviously, <laughs> with Telltale games. But um, it's just cool to press a button and that makes somebody in Game of Thrones say something. So for that reason and no others, uh, Telltale Game of Thrones gets my official endorsement. Telltale. It's like a cutscene you can die in. And everyone fucking hates you no matter what you say. Yeah. Don't go back and replay fucking anything. Because I have a tendency to want to do that sometimes when... It doesn't matter. The outcome of the thing convinces you, oh, that really was a bad idea. 
oh, you punched me in the face, so now I'm going to burn your family in front of you. And then it's that happens, and you go, all right, I need to undo that. I need my family. And then you go back and, like, shake his hand instead of punching him, and he goes, oh, that's the handshake? Well, I'm going to burn your family then. <laughs> well, that's what you get for interacting with that person who I know you're talking about. And anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't end well. Uh, what episode are you on? Uh, I actually started the last one. Oh, God, okay. The sixth, episode six. It's weird they did six of them. Well, well, I won't. I will say that it's been two years since the game's come out, and there still is not a season two, so keep that in mind. <laughs> right. uh, uh, yeah, I, also... I played that too. It was fucking infuriating for all the reasons you said. Yeah. Did you go back and replay anything? Of course. Of course I did, <laughs> and it's like, doesn't 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 fucking matter and sometimes uh, they the, really fucking shame you for your choice yeah, yeah well, especially <laughs> game of thrones right where you die all the time people die yeah uh, it, another game that reminded me that what you said not to go back and play that reminded me of the creator of heavy rain i think david cage is his name he actually yeah. said in an interview to not play heavy rain more than once so it wouldn't break the illusion <laughs> but isn't it like the game only lasts like a few hours heavy rain yes yeah, yeah. Uh, the twist on that is completely stupid like every single twist for any game that he makes like literally every time he makes a game he makes the stupidest fucking twist but i did like how at the end you could have like all of your characters dead that was fun oh, yeah neat. i actually want to play like there's a game that that same studio made oh Maybe you mean beyond two souls i picked it up in a walmart clearance bin the sticker said ten dollars but when i checked out it was five. Oh no i was thinking of a, there was a game called until dawn it was like a horror movie Logan, that game's fucking great. You're going to love it. Yeah, play I'm going to play that. Which game? I think it was free for PlayStation Down Plus if you had a PS4. It was called Until Dawn. It was like a horror movie game. Oh, Matt, that game. Plus? You talked to me about that. Is it still free? I don't have a PlayStation, so I don't know. Mm. It's great, though. You, God, you need to play that. It's so good. Yeah, I think it's probably like $20 somewhere, most likely now. I think it was like $20 when I almost picked it up. Yeah, All it's right. being cleared out, and it was free from PlayStation Plus, but yeah, you guys, I mean, both of you need to play that game. I'll it's take it out. Uh, Mr. Watched... Robot is the star. I also oh, watched... sorry, I'm, I was speaking about this robot in my room, let me turn it off. Okay, we're good. You just have to uh, give him encouragement every hour or so, or he'll shut down? Mr. Robot's yes. a star! How come C-3PO asked to be shut down at that one scene where they're doing the lightsaber thing? Why did he do that? I don't remember that. Where, they're in the, where he first meets uh, Uncle Ben, old Ben? Uh, and then C-3PO like gets bored and it's like, oh, if you don't mind, I'm going to turn off for a bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, okay, I don't I give a shit, you're a robot. That. Whatever, I don't care. That's some pretty passive-aggressive roboting. I liked how in the first movie, Luke treats them like they're just dumb little robots. Like they're like a, like appliances. And then by like the second and third one, they like love each other. Yeah. It's like loving your laptop so much. They're like, ah, oh, this little guy, we've been through a lot, this laptop. I wouldn't go anywhere without him. So what What's else your favorite you Star Wars Logan? quotes? I mean, I've been over what I watched. I think you guys all over what you watched, right? Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I was uh, watching Ash vs. Evil Dead. Almost done with the second season. That's oh, is time. it good in the second? I heard like there was a lot of creative rumbling. Uh, anyway. Near the end is where it kind of falls apart. For the most part, it's good, though. I have a well, friend who has never seen Evil Dead, and he watched that show, and he loved it. So, yeah. I mean, you should watch Evil Dead, then. Evil yeah, Dead 2. Right. Evil Dead 2, right? Evil Dead 2. That's yeah, like the so best. I mean, Evil Dead 2 is like what the one I would say. Like, if you're just going to watch one of the Evil Dead movies, go with that. And then and Army of Darkness is like fun, silly pants. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Army of Darkness, you can really tell that uh, like the studio had a heavier hand. Evil Dead was like Sam Raimi's like 
first film. Like, then Evil Dead 2, it's, you can tell it's like it's him with money, and the studio has some influence, but they're not in control. And then you see Army of Darkness, that's like, yeah, this is just this is just like the studio just like overextending their hand, just putting crap in there. It's funny because the one thing I know about Army of Darkness is there's like it looks like there's a scene where it looks like like uh, what's his name is there Uh, the guy from Burn Notice is there and he's just like having skeletons thrown on him like obviously from people off screen he's like fighting them. It's very fun. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you mean the guy from Burn Notice, you mean uh, what's his name? Ash Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. (laughs) Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, he's the guy from Burn Notice. He's in the the Evil Dead movies, I think. He's in Burn Notice. Yeah, I didn't, even, reason, he, I didn't even think of that when you said the guy from Burn Notice. I've heard Burn Notice described as um, Grand Theft Auto side mission, the movie, uh, the show. I'm not, That's I mean, it, fair. Burn Notice is pretty fun. I, I really like the show. Yeah, I watched all of Burn Notice. Wait, I just remembered that um, I saw a movie last night, about two thirds of it, because I was very drunk and it was very late. Uh, it was a little movie called Female Trouble. Oh, that's a John Waters film. That is a John Waters film. It is one of the most John Watersiest of John <laughs> Waters films. I thought uh, the other one I watched. What was it? Not polyester. It's the other one. Pink, Pink flamingos. flamingos. Pink flamingos. I thought that was transgressive. Boy, oh boy, is this movie <laughs> fucked up. Uh, it's definitely <laughs> NC seventeen, and it is crazy. It's like that. Th- there were so many shocking things. You know, I'm what well, that movie was made in 1974. That's a time before Star Wars. It's a time before, um, you know, before <laughs> irony. Good God, it's fucking nuts. If you want to just like, that's a good late night movie to put on. Uh, <laughs> don't mind all the nudity, the gross nudity, personally gross nudity. And I wish to be a John Waters character one day. I wish to, I wish to converse as well as John Waters characters acts. It's so good. And if you want to hear some Baltimore accents, boy, oh boy, you got plenty. I think you're on track, Dylan, to achieving your dream. I'm working on it. i got to work on the accent, though. Uh, Is anyone else? This is a public service announcement. Uh, This podcast is going up when? Tonight? Several weeks from now. All right, tonight. Uh, Is anybody seeing Kiki's tomorrow? It's subbed. No. I am. I didn't know that was happening. Well, the dubbed was today at 1 for the kiddies who don't like to read, and then the subbed is tomorrow at 7 for the Ah. big boys and girls. Yeah, probably not. I don't know if I'll make it in time. Are you two guys too good for uh, the best uh, uh, filmmaker, one of the best filmmakers of all time? Yeah. For sure, why not? I got a pee or something is why. Oh, okay. Um, I've used that to get out of social engagements before. I watched Oasis. It's the Amazon pilot where Rob Stark brings Jesus to aliens. And what? I rewatched um, Party Down, which is <laughs> uh, just I had a note here. I actually wrote some stuff down that I watched, which is why I named several things instead of zero things. I I feel like that show was longer ago than it actually was. But um, their references, pretty much all of their references still sound current. But their cell phones look insane. <laughs> yes, it's it's like six or seven years ago, I think. It was like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Yeah, <laughs> it's that awkward phase right before like cell phones were getting weird, but they were not smartphones. Right before it got to smartphones, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was an awkward time. Although there was one reference, somebody spoke of Oster Pistorius in like a sort of aspirational tone. Of course, it was at a Young Republicans meeting, so that could still be valid. Uh, Anyways, that's all the things I wrote down that I watched.
No, let's talk more about Party Down. It's so fucking heartbreaking. The second, the series finale is so strong. It ends so strongly, and then there's no more. I love how uh, Ben Wyatt, I unfortunately forget his real name, <laughs> gets to be like a... I'm Scott. Like a cynical kind of Scott, yeah, Scott Walker gets to be like a cynical kind of not asshole, but like a real person. And he's such an inspiration. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and this is recorded before he did all the stuff he did. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. Uh, He and Parks has to be like a fun, fun, like fun guy, and then this he can actually be like a real, real person. And Teresa Lindsay is that her name? Does such a great, yeah, it's such a great show. Martin Short. Is that his name? (laughs) That's not his name. What's his name? Star. Martin. Martin Starr. <laughs> it's, it's Martin Short's best role since uh, Jiminy Glick. Anyway, Logan, watch Westworld and then Game of Thrones and then Party Down. And then Man in the oh. High Castle. Don't let me know if it's any good. Yeah, Man in the High yeah, Castle. It's actually really important early uh, alternative history. I think it was like one of Philip K. Dick's first books. It's, could be uh, it's an Amazon Prime original series. So it's free on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Speaking of Amazon Prime, Prime free. whose pick uh, is this? This time. It's mine. Don't say me, don't say me. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it is mine. My Logan, pick a movie. Frankenstein's Army. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dylan, what did you do? Oh, God, I've created a monster. I've created Frankenstein's monster. You've created a bunch of monsters. Yeah, it takes place during World War II with uh, Russian soldiers in... Involves Nazis. You infringed so, on Doctor Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's army. Is the army infringed yeah. on Doctor Frankenstein's uh, patent on his monster? Well, no, we could like, have watched that shitty like movie written by what's his name, starring Daniel Radcliffe. That was a Frankenstein. That was really bad. A what? Exactly, Logan. I think it made ten dollars. Oh, that Frank- I heard that was actually really good. By what's his name, the guy who wrote it, who was the son of the uh, Landis, Matt Landis. Max. Yeah, Matt Lance's films are usually... I re- usually enjoy them. Max. Do you like American Psycho Gangster? I forget what that movie was called. American, you mean American Ultra? Ultra? Yes. I didn't love I enjoyed that movie. It. I thought he wrote the one with Denzel Washington. What? Right. That was the American Gangster. That movie's okay. Hey, thanks for listening to American Gangster, the only podcast where we talk about American Gangster. Uh, keep shooting. Yeah. Rap, rap, rap. Keep shooting for the stars. Good night, nice. and email the show. Good night. This podcast kills fascists. <laughs> ha ha ha. Can we get away with playing a Woody Guthrie song in the outro? Sure. Before you go. Wait, yes. first of all, you're not watching Game of Thrones. Why do you care? Because uh, I have to pee. Me too. But you're going to have to wait. You're going to wait for me to say the thing I'm about to say. Read all the spoiler blogs. It's true. Uh, yeah, get on a good Game of Thrones podcast. I don't think they have this yet. We should do one. Okay. So I just got a board game, a little board game that costs a little amount of money uh, called Churchill. And it is a three player game uh, where one person is Stalin, one person is FDR, one person is Churchill. And <laughs> I want to play. Over a, yes, please. It takes place over a, a course of 10 conferences, like the, the big conferences where they came together and decided stuff. So you're all on the same team and that you're trying to win the war. Like half the map is the world and you're like all trying to win the war. But the half of it, most of the game is like a, discussion and like agenda setting and like debates like with your cards so like everyone's on the same team but you still want to get like the best for your side but if you like get too greedy you're gonna lose the fucking war it looks fun as hell i can't wait to play it look at that sounds interesting so that'll be a special episode of the podcast where we play that let's do it oh my god i'll mail you guys out. all right dudes well i'm gonna go because i really have to pee i'll catch you later before you go is he still Uh, yeah
Okay, that is actually isn't a bit. I appreciate you saying here. Um, at some point, I want to like watch Game of Thrones with my friends. So how are we gonna do that? I mean, like we can just record on like earlier if you prefer. That's well, yeah, well, yeah, that's possible. Let's just watch Game of Thrones episode two right now together. I live really close All right, to my I'm house, go, guys, because I have to use the restroom. All right, before All right, you go, Logan. Uh, let's get one more take where you hated the movie. Oh, that was fucking burn on this movie. <laughs> he just hung up. Cut it down. He dropped his mic, probably. And that caused his, uh, Skype to screw up. Alright, and Dylan, you already hated the movie, so let's get one from you where you liked it. I loved Comrade Putin's amazing film. As an American myself, I appreciated the togetherness of these guys. Also, when they are celebrating the new year in Sevastopol, uh, they have a Christmas tree and it has bagels on it. Could you explain that to me? I didn't notice, so no, I can't. Which is weird because I thought they were like I thought they were atheist like country. I know they like lighting that stuff up during the war, you know. People well, pray and whatnot. We met some Jews in the movie. We did. Also, you kind of started out negative on the movie and then liked it more as we started talking about it, it seemed. So now okay. start not liking it again. Well, you know, here's what I'll say. If you're forced to watch a movie by your friends for an obligation, there are worse movies to watch. But I'd probably not seek this out on my own. Yeah, I get that. Three stars. Good night. Good night. Game of Thrones. And keep watching the, the, the red skies for the red Thrones. god who is uh, Danny Targaryen. Azor High or whatever. Azor High. Maybe he's not a good guy because he makes you burn people. Maybe he's a bad guy. And he killed that lady from mythology. So who's going to win the Game of Thrones? Are when going to do it? Because they're... Yeah, probably. Because that's what are into and both... He's a hot aunt, and he's a uh, hunky nephew. What's that? A nilf and a ilf? Mm-hmm. Ilf. Uh, Alf. Alien I'd like to fuck. Wait, I'm just putting this together. How have I never realized that about Alf before? Oh, my God. I'm going to eat a... We're going to have a nice dinner of a cat. We're going to eat a good cat, and then we're going to just, you know... He's pretty much going to have to if I get my cat to eat. Oh, he was always eating cat. You get you get mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I get it now. Uh-huh. I keep trying to show. say something and stop myself, because it's all disgusting and not fun. And then the dad from uh, that man, show smoked crack I hope crack the exposition is out the way Game of Thrones, right? They told us everything. They literally had the character stand on a map and say, here's where our guys are, and then here's where their guys are. Yeah. So now they don't have to do that anymore. Because still it. nobody knows what the map looks like, even though the show starts with it. I still don't know, and I've looked at that map a lot. Because you've been playing the veil. Stayed out How of did it. the Iron Islands have all those 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 uh, timber for all those ships? And where did they build all those ships? Yeah, they should be building them out of iron. Mm-hmm. The unsinkable. Unsinkable. They'll float. Damn it! It's a miracle. Good. It worked. Good night, everybody.